Live from the offices of Great River Investments in the beautiful city of Burlington, Iowa, this is the Marvin Knows Finances Show. I am your host, Marvin Thompson, your certified financial planner with Great River Investments, and joining me today and every day is my marketing guy, Kyle Rappenecker of Rappenecker Designs, the man who actually makes this podcast work and makes me sound so good. Thank you for taking a few minutes out of your day to listen in, and as always, for you listeners on iTunes and Spotify, don't forget to click the subscribe button. If you prefer to see us in person, please check out the YouTube channel, Marvin Knows Finances, and click subscribe there as well. Just like the last and every time, I have to take a little take care of a little business before we get moving too far forward to make sure my compliance department stays happy and allows me to continue to bring you this wonderful show. Marvin Thompson is an investment advisor and a registered investment advisor with Brokers Financial member SIPC. Opinions expressed in this program do not necessarily reflect those of Brokers Financial. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Great River Investments LLC does not offer legal or tax advice. Listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstances. So today's show, we're going to flip the tables a little bit. (laughs) And instead of Kyle asking me questions, I'm going to ask him questions. So today's topic is uh, it's, it's marketing. Um, so just to give you a little background, um, I came across Kyle's business um, by doing a LinkedIn search and um, yep. called him up. We had breakfast together yep. and we just kind of talked about my plans for the business and how it was all going to work and um, extremely comfortable with Kyle and his marketing abilities and all the things that he can bring to the table. So I thought today would be a good idea if I had him explain um, exactly what his business does so you get a little uh, understanding for who he is and what he does. And, you know, just to right off the bat, we're going to put in a little plug, Kyle. Um, if somebody <laughs> wants to reach you, um, there's a couple different ways that I know of. Yeah. Um, the first one is your cell phone number, yep. which is uh, 319-759-7909. Yep. And I would encourage everybody to go out and check his website out, um, www.rappeneckerdesign.com. Rappenecker is spelled R-A-P-P-E-N-E-C-K-E-R. Kyle does a great job of posting a lot of his past jobs on there. And um, it gives you a really good idea about him and his family and so forth. But I figured I'd let him explain that first of all. So, Kyle, tell me a little bit about your background. How did you get into marketing, et cetera, et cetera? Well, um, you know, I got my uh, bachelor's in 2008 at uh, Western Illinois University. Um, You know, before that, I, you know, I can remember even being a kid just, you know, looking at, you know, cereal boxes and stuff and like that and just being kind of amazed at the you know, the designs of them and stuff and just kind of wondering, you know, who makes those and, you know, just wondering, you know, even, even at a young age, just kind of wondering, you know, how do you get, how do you get a job like that and stuff? So even when I, so when I got older, I kind of was wondering, you know, what, what kind of career field do I want to move into? And, you know, I immediately was, was drawn to, you know, graphic design because I, was you know in love with art but you know I didn't really think that I could really make a living with art and I wasn't the best at you know watercolors or a field like that so um, so I thought graphic design would be a good one because I also was you know really in love with computers as well and all that stuff so I thought it was a really good marriage of those two things so um, so after I got my uh, bachelor's degree I um, had a you know a few different jobs um, I worked as a graphic designer in Waterloo Iowa where I designed um, actual um, jerseys and stuff like that for the NCAA for, um, you know, for basketball, for all different types of, uh, you know, schools across the, you know, the nation. It was a pretty good job and all that. Um, unfortunately, it didn't 
you know, pay very well, but it was, you know, it was a really good opportunity. So, um, and so uh, I came back home and uh, worked as a pre-press technician, uh, creating, you know, all types of, you know, different packaging from, you know, soap cartons to, you know, Tylenol cartons to stuff like that. And that's kind of where I, you know, got my foot, you know, dunked in the water and with, you know, graphic design and started doing some, you know, newsletters, stuff like that and everything. So, um, and then after that, I kind of thought I would move on to just a full on graphic design job. So I, uh, went and moved on to, um, you know, a marketing manager job at a, um, a place that kind of specializes in building, you know, agricultural, you know, confinements and stuff like that. So, uh, my position there was to pretty much be there you know, go-to guy for all their marketing and stuff like that. So that's where I was really, that's where I really got the sense of, you know, creating my own, you know, being on my own, creating my own marketing plan for them and, you know, just getting my own start where, you know, it was, it was pretty much just me. I didn't have anyone to go to. So I just had to kind of go head first into it. And, you know, that gave me the real big push to know that I could, you know, kind of do this on my own and stuff. So, um, so after that, I just thought, you know, I think I thought that I could do this on my own. So I, you know, in 2012, I went out on my own and since then I've just been helping businesses like yours. And, you know, the big, you know, the big thing with me is just creating partnerships like this, where I'm just, you know, continuing to help the business grow and, and all that. And I've done everything from, you know, any type of print job to any type of web job to, you know, you name it. So, yeah. So it's, yeah. it's been, been a crazy ride. So, yeah. It sounds like a crazy ride. <laughs> I didn't even know about that college jersey. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. That's yeah. really cool. It, it was a fun <laughs> job. It's just, yeah. Like I said, if it paid a little better, I would have stayed. But, yeah, it was, yeah. I'm Couldn't, glad you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally glad you didn't. All right. So um, we started uh, Great River Investments in 2021. And um, so basically, even though I've been in the business for a long time, uh, this is a startup business for all practical purposes. So when somebody like me comes to you, what are the first steps that what what is the what is the path, I guess, that you start mm -hmm. to lead them down in terms of what they need to consider, what they need to do and so forth? Yeah. Well, whenever there's a new business that I'm talking to, the first thing I always try to, you know, bring to the table to them is, you know, I talk to them about, you know, what is your brand? And, you know, to me. You know, I don't expect a lot of people to know what that word means. And Actually, that's going to be my next question. Can you just tell me what the brand is? Yeah. What a well, brand is? A brand, you know, there's a lot of different definitions for what a brand is for a company. But to me, what a brand means for a company is your identity, what your, you know, what your company represents. So your brand can be, you know, your logo, your mission statement, the colors that you choose. And if you don't have those be consistent throughout everything that you do, you're going to have a really hard time, you know, hitting people hard and getting their attention when you do, you know, certain types of advertising, you know, because it's all about being consistent. So if at the very beginning you're starting to use, you know, let's say you say, you know, I really, you know, my logo, I really want to use, you know, some dark greens and yellows. That's that's really what we focus on. Well, you need to think about moving forward. You're going to have that those colors in your letterhead. You're going to have that on your business card. And then on your print material, you're going to probably have that throughout that. And if you change that up a lot, it's, you know, little things like that are just really going to make people go, 
you know, it's it's going to have a hard time making people connect you to, you know, within their minds. And I, it's kind of, you know, again, it's kind of hard for me to explain it, but I just try to make people think, you know, at the very beginning, getting down a clear vision of what your business you know, really stands for. And once you kind of have that, you know, we always just sit down and sort of put together this marketing plan, which, you know, a marketing plan in itself can be, you know, what a definition of a brand is. So um, I know I'm kind of jumping all over the place here, but, um, you know, a marketing plan is really, you know, your logo, your mission statement, um, you know, what your first steps are that you want to do for marketing for your business and so forth. And so that's, you know, if you don't have those first steps and you just sort of want to dive in head first, then you're really going to have a hard time, you know, looking professional and catching people's attention pretty much. So do you find that business owners have a hard time explaining their own businesses? Mm -hmm. Yes. Why is that? I think I think it's just because they're a lot of times just in my experience, they're either, you know, too preoccupied too preoccupied on, you know, something else on wanting to move on to something else, or they just aren't very familiar with the marketing slash advertising side of a business. So I almost kind of have to sit them down and sort of walk them through and say, all right, you know, this is, this is really important to your business. And, you know, you kind of need to, you know, talk to me about, you know, this and that and this and that. So, but it is, you know, I do find it where a lot of people find it very hard to kind of get that out and explain it. So a lot of times, you know, business owners will say, you know, hey, I'm going to send you, you know, a list of some competitors that, you know, I kind of like what they're, I kind of like what they're doing in terms of their marketing, or I kind of like their logo, or I kind of like this. And, you know, obviously I've never, um, plagiarized or copied anything, but it is nice to, you know, you know, they, they kind of like to, <laughs> you know, reinvent the, you know, not reinvent the wheel, but, uh, you know, just kind of get that, you know, that nice little, you know, jump start. So I can kind of see what they're thinking because usually, you know, if they're not wanting something crazy, something just out of this world, usually they're going to want something that's within that same industry standard. So, okay. yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, you mentioned a marketing plan. Um, marketing plans for me have always been very challenging to create because when I think of a plan, a marketing plan, I mean, I, we got to come up with specific ideas to discuss. We want to have time frames on them. Mm-hmm. We want to do all that stuff. How mm-hmm. do you How do you help a client create a marketing plan and then more importantly, how do you help them stick to that marketing plan? Mm-hmm. Well, that's usually the, how I kind of help them stick to it is, you know, I will sort of outline, you know, what needs to be done in, in regards to what information I need to, you know, get from them for the marketing plan. Um, so that way they kind of have a little bit of, a, you know, some homework tasks that they kind of have to know that what they need to get to me so they know what's important. And then I can kind of give them deadlines in regards to, all right, you know, if we don't have this by this time and you guys are moving forward onto, you know, this type of project, then you're really kind of overstepping what you're supposed to be doing and you really should be focusing on this aspect. So just staying on task, staying on schedule and stuff, that's what's really most important with what I, 
help the business do with their marketing plan. So, okay. yeah. When you're creating the marketing plan, obviously you can market a hundred different ways right now. All right. Mm -hmm. um, you and I have talked numerous times about all my crazy ideas on how I want to get the word out about the business <laughs> and everything else. Mm -hmm. um, how do you how do you manage all that? Because you know, mm -hmm. I don't know how many clients you currently have, but I know it's a number of them. Mm -hmm. And not everybody's doing the podcasting and the videos and things like we're doing yeah. with this. But, um, you know, I came to you with the idea of doing social media. Um, we had to create business cards. We had to create letterhead. We had to, yeah. um, I had the logo already designed before I came to you, but then you've yeah. taken it and enhanced it and made it even better and stuff like that. So, yeah. you know, is there a specific type of marketing that you recommend everybody does right off the bat? I mean, obviously oh, there's yeah. some basic things. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we're in a kind of a new age right now. People's attention spans are about 30 seconds long. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you grab that person's attention and what do you tell a business owner that they really need to focus on? Yeah, that's that's a great question because, you know, I do have, you know, quite a list of clients that are at different stages of their you know, marketing schedule, you know, some of them are a year in, some of them are a couple years, some of them have just started, but, you know, in regards to, you know, what they need to do to get started, that's really easy for me to kind of talk to them about. So usually, you know, besides kind of what I've already talked about in regards to, you know, starting out with your brand and your logo and stuff, once you kind of have that down, then usually the, you know, kind of like the first main step is to really focus on getting like your Google business listing, get that done. Because if you don't have that done, then you're missing out on, you know, people searching for you online. Because really the main, if you're an industry in an industry where you're providing a service or something like that, then people are still going to Google first, you know, to search. And, um, you know, a lot of people think that uh, social media is you know, the end all be all, but uh, people are still going to Google first. So I always say, all right, now that we're done, let's, you know, go to, you know, set up your Google business listing. And then once we get that done, let's move on to set up your company website. Because again, a company website is something that's far more, you know, enhancing and intriguing than a, you know, social media page. And you can show off, you know, a lot more about yourself. So, and also within that, um, you can put in a lot of tools that can help your website be seen on Google. So by kind of combining the Google business listing and a company website, you're just helping your chances of being seen and shown on Google that much more. So doing those things, those first couple things, those really help. And then after that, I mean, you really just want to move on to social media because, I mean, that's just becoming a huge part of a business. And I mean... I, I don't know how many, it just, you know, when I started this, it, you know, social media wasn't a huge part of businesses, but now it's like, if you don't have, you know, a presence on social media, it's, I mean, you're almost, you're just missing out on a huge amount of your audience. So, you know, if you don't have that Facebook page, that LinkedIn page, that Instagram page, then you're just missing out on tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of people, even if you're a small business in a, you know, in a small you know, hometown like, you know, like we are, I mean, you're missing out on, on that amount of people. So, you know, and like Marvin just said, people's attention spans are so short that once you have all these things set up, you know, probably the hardest thing to do, but the one thing that I always, the one, the main thing that I help businesses out with the most is providing and creating that content 
So you're just feeding that machine. So you're feeding the website and the social media pages. So you're constantly updating them because if people go to your website one week and then they go to it a few weeks later and they see that nothing's changed, they're going to get the impression that your company is not doing much. And if they go to your Facebook page one week and they see that there's been, there hasn't been any updates for a few weeks, they're going to think the same thing. So if you're posting, you know, consistent updates and, you know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, but you know, if you're, you know, if you're able to post, you know, little blurbs about, you know, what you're doing or even just some nicely designed little, you know, ads or something like that. I mean, those those can go such a long way and make a huge impact. So okay. yeah. I'm going to backtrack on you for one second yeah. here. OK, so a uh, Google listing. Mm-hmm. Um, so Google listing is essentially where when somebody types in, um, as an example, wrap a necker designs. Yep. They will obviously see your website pop up and yep. so forth. Yep. But what if they were like me at the time and was just looking for a general marketing idea? Yep. Does Google listings like? I guess my question is this: If you don't have the exact name of the business you're looking for, mm-hmm. and you wanted somebody to do graphic designs, mm-hmm. does Google listings then help move you up that list so people see you more often, or how does that Absolutely. work? Absolutely. Absolutely. See what you can do within your Google business listing is you can add you know, details about your business, you can, it's almost like a little profile on Google. So, you know, businesses will just get it set up because they think that they have to, but really it's, it's almost like having a little Google profile. So, you know, you can put in, you know, a, you know, a very, I think like 5,000 keywords of, you know, about us, a section, you can put in pictures, you can put in a lot of that stuff. And then not only that, but you know, I'm going to kind of add a little bit to this, but then if you're going to add on, you know, a website to that where you have, you know, keywords built in with your website. So let's say Marvin goes to Google and he types in, you know, Southeast Iowa graphic designer and your website has keywords that say, you know, Southeast Iowa graphic designer then your chances of being seen by Marvin in a higher spot are that much greater. So, and that's the same with any business. So, you know, it's not just obviously with graphic designers, it's with any business. So, and that, and that's the key with Google, right? You, yes. That's, it's basically like you want to move up the list. Yep. Absolutely. You want to move up the list. And mm-hmm. then I noticed on Google too, there's people who pay for ads. So their names appear and so forth. Do you recommend that as a good idea? I mean, you it's know, gotta be fairly expensive, doesn't yes, it? Yes. There was, there was a time when Google ads were, were really essential and that's when they were sort of in a different location. I think people remember they were kind of off to the right and they were a lot bigger. You could sort of put pictures in them, but now Google has sort of compacted them to the top and, you know, uh, from all the research that I continue to do, I just, I just keep seeing that they're really not as helpful as putting that money into you know, maybe maybe boosting a post on Facebook or putting it into advertising on Instagram or something like that. So that money could definitely be well spent somewhere else. Okay. So yeah. All right. Uh, let's talk about the websites that you design too, because I'm obviously very happy with my website. But my website, in the grand scheme of things, probably wasn't very complicated for you to build. Um, in your job in Rappenecker Designs, do you have any limitations for people in terms of uh, website design? So here's an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say I sold widgets and yep. I wanted to sell widgets on my website. Yep. Are you able to set up everything from the basic website to an e-commerce site and things like mm-hmm. that? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the great thing with the with the software I use is that it's, uh, 
you know, I don't use any sort of website builder or anything like that. So I think, you know, certain graphic designers, they can kind of get themselves, you know, pushed into a corner because if they're just using like website builders and stuff like that, then they're going to have some limitations to what they can do. But, um, you know, if you're someone like uh, someone like me who is using uh, something like WordPress, which is really an open sourced, it's, it's called an open source software, which means, you know, you can pretty much go into Photoshop, which is a design software, and you can design, you know, a really nice looking homepage, and you can show that to, to a client, and then you can take that design and then you can bring it into a website and you can pretty much you know code that to how it would look so um so yes you're to answer your question i mean there's really nothing that you know can't be done with wordpress so that's why i you know when i go into a meeting with someone and you know i know that they're gonna need a store or need um you know maybe some you know infographics which are kind of like modern day um powerpoints that are you know sort of kind of like all over the place and stuff like that i mean there, there's just really no limitation so yeah it's beautiful all right so uh your clients your businesses um they've got all their marketing material created at this point okay mm -hmm. what is the next step that they need to do um i mean the next step would be to just continue to update to continue to you know just you know to me you know, do not stay stagnant. That's what I always, you know, tell them and to just, you know, stay, stay hungry pretty much. So, you know, once that stuff is up there, once the Google business listings up, once the website's up, once the social media and all that's up, um, you know, it's just a matter of, you know, keeping that stuff updated. So, you know, if nothing is staying stagnant, then you're doing a great job. So, you know, the more that you do, the better of a chance that you are of getting more clients, getting more people and stuff. So, the, yeah, so the more you do, the better. And, you know, I always tell people that, you know, I mean, social media is, you know, a place for businesses to kind of brag about themselves and, you know, say, you know, hey, check out this job that we just finished or, hey, you know, let's welcome our new employee or something like that or, you know, stuff like that. That's 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 where you should post those type of things. So, um, you know, that's a place where you should do that. And, um, you know, the other thing is, is some businesses kind of get stuck in kind of putting their eggs in in, you know, one basket where, um, you know, they, they kind of think, all right, well, I have my website. I'm not really going to touch that right now, but I am just going to, I'm going to hit Facebook hard. I'm going to hit it hard every week, hit it hard every week. Well, you know, what about LinkedIn? What about all the people on LinkedIn that use that really hard? What about all the people that use Instagram really hard? And, you know, we haven't even talked about, you know, the possibilities of YouTube, you know, I mean, YouTube has become, I mean, such almost as impactful as, you know, Facebook in regards to what you can do with you know when you post a video how you target market that so it's just like there's just so many tools out there that you can utilize so just don't focus on one area of social media to just kind of spread your wings and you know try everything out and just continue to keep it updated and I know it's a lot of work and you know that's kind of why you need someone to take that position to keep it updated because I know that business owners and stuff like that just don't have the time to do it. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I would I would say in our relationship, our working relationship, that's probably the hardest thing is that we, we probably worked together a couple of months before I finally just said, look, Kyle, I'm going to schedule a block of time every yep. Friday morning yep. to work on nothing but marketing. So yep. three hours of just nothing but marketing. And I think you can attest to it. We are pretty much in communication with each other every day in mm-hmm. some capacity. Oh, yeah. And, you know, as a business owner, you're doing everything. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're running a financial firm like I am, um, you, you're doing a lot of different hats. You're watching the market, you're doing paperwork, oh, yeah. you're reviewing clients, things like that. If you run a restaurant, which I know you work with a couple of restaurants, yep. you know, you've got to order food, you got to take care of your staff, your <laughs> customers, create the food, all that good stuff. Yep. So, um, what else would you like to say about, um, like some of the businesses that you work with? Because if you're listening right now and you're like, well, I just don't know if Kyle's, uh, you know, if I could use Kyle's services or whatever. Um, what type of businesses do you work with? I mean, because I know it's it's vast. It really yeah. is. I mean, I mean, if I was to make a list of you know all the businesses that I work with, I mean, I would say, I mean, it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, I work with everyone from, you know, the school that I went to to, you know, <laughs> to psychiatrists to dentists to chiropractors to city councils. The, yeah, city councils yeah. to. Uh, to large businesses that have, you know, over a thousand people to small businesses with, you know, one or two people. So it's just like, um, I mean, there's really no limitation to, to startups that are just, you know, that haven't even technically, you know, started yet, you know, that I just, you know, am helping out just starting this week. So it's just like, it's just kind of never ending. And so it's just like, beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I got one more question for you before we wrap this up yeah. today. Do you ever have any client who says, this is too successful, we need to pull the reins back a little bit? Because, uh, I mean, you and I have talked about a story one time. I did a seminar and I had a great, great success of it. So the first thing I did was never do a seminar again. <laughs> you know, it, it doesn't make any sense to uh, have something that works so well and never do it again. Do you ever run into clients like that? And how do you keep them on track? Um, actually, that is kind of funny because um, I like the Facebook ads. I... I have a, had a couple clients where I do, did Facebook ads for them and a couple clients came to me and they said, uh, the Facebook ads are working too well. We're, we're pretty much overbooked, so we can't really use you anymore pretty much. So, <laughs> but you know, I mean, I was, I was happy for them, but you know, I'm all, you know, but you know, it is what it is. So yeah. 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 <laughs> That's funny. That's yeah. funny. It's kind of weird, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Everybody wants to be in that situation. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm going to put a personal plug in for Kyle's business right now. Um, like I said, I've been working with Kyle for a few months now. And I'm going to tell you, he's a straight shooting guy. He's extremely nice. He's very easy to work with. Um, he's just a good salt of the earth type of person who will walk you through step by step on a very specialized field that I personally don't have a lot of knowledge on. And he makes the whole process very easily easy. So um, once again, if you want to reach Kyle, uh, please give him a call at 319-759-7909 and go to his website at rappeneckerdesign.com. Uh, check it out. He's got a beautiful picture of his family on there. He's got proof of his work. It'll give you an idea of some of the other companies that he's worked with. He's not limited to Southeast Iowa. He's very much able to expand all over the place. Oh, yeah. And um, I would definitely put a personal plug in and say, if you want to take your business to the next level, um, whether you're a startup or an existing business, uh, Kyle is definitely the guy you want to talk to because he makes it very, very easy 
and um, I appreciate his services so much. So, so for all of you listening today, my heartfelt thanks goes out to all of you. Um, always thank you to Kyle for helping me put together this. This is just another oh, example well, of some of this. Kyle's services. This means a lot. Um, you know, at Great River Investments, we want to hear from you. So please reach out to me by either giving me a call at 319-576-2264 or visit my website at www.greatriverinvestments.com and going to the Contact Us section of the site. I or a member of my team will be in touch with you shortly to discuss our next steps together. Thank you again for listening to the Marvin Knows Finances show. This is Marvin Thompson, your certified financial planner. Have a great day.